The future is most definitely now. Welcome to 8Base Radio, an interactive show featuring technology trends, top business leaders, and upcoming events in the business world. 8Base Radio is hosted by 8Base founder and CEO, Albert Santalo, a serial entrepreneur and angel investor with a passion for disrupting traditional business models. Now, here is Albert and your 8Base Radio team on 880 AM, The Biz. All right, and welcome to the debut show for 8Base Radio, the first of many and actually also on a very historic day for 8Base. And with me, it's Tony Kaladiud, by the way, excited to be with you here on 880 The Biz, South Florida's business station, and uh, really excited and privileged to be with the CEO and founder of uh, one of the most incredible disruptive technologies that uh, have come into play in the technology space in a long, long time. And I'm speaking about founder and CEO Albert Santolo, who is joining us here on A Base Radio. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Tony. It's good to be here. It is great, great to be with you. And uh, in, a, in a historic day, because... Um, Talk to us about why this is historic, not only for the debut of the radio show, but something very big is happening at 8Base. Yeah, so today we're actually launching the product. Wow. <laughs> That's a red carpet time. So, yeah, so no pressure. We decided we'd just take an hour off and do a radio show while we're at it. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things you do. You do you're a master of doing many things. I don't know. I don't know. But fortunately, there's a great team working on... On the release, and sometime today, I guess before the clock strikes midnight, we will actually press the button and go live with the product. We've been at it for you know a good close to a year and a half mm. building it, so we're excited. So eighteen months of work on this launch. It's finally the baby is about to be. It's a C-section. Here it goes. You know, <laughs> we we know the moment. We know the day. And talk to us about the vision. I mean, you're you're an incredibly uh, impressive and successful entrepreneur in many in many different uh, entities. Talk to us about the uh, talk to us before we go into eight base. Talk to us about Albert Santolo and 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 how you got here uh, because I know it's been a it's really been a tremendous trek. Well, thank you. It's uh, and I appreciate the compliment. I don't know that I deserve all that, <laughs> but I, uh, I I sort of feel like if I look back. It's the early days of my life. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And it hasn't always been easy, but somehow uh, the world, the universe, afforded me the opportunity to do it. So I've been an entrepreneur in the lead role since 2001 and have stood up a couple of venture-backed companies. The first one is Avicenna, and the second one is CareCloud. And, um, you know, collectively, those companies are, are you know, they've, they've been well-funded, funded by Silicon Valley Venture Capital, uh, to the tune of over $100 million. Uh, they've all been high-growth technology companies. The last two companies were um, in healthcare technology. And 8Base is not. 8Base is uh, what we call horizontal, so it stretches across all industries. Um, and I'll explain that in a minute. But it really, if you go back even further, I, I started my career in 1986. At the time, I was a software engineer, and this was... Uh, in uh, the mainframe world, in banking, in, in core banking systems written in assembly languages and whatnot. 
And I've done every sort of technology that you can imagine since then. Hmm. And uh, in many industries and many functional areas of business. And I always, I always was blown away with why was it so hard? Why was it so difficult for businesses to either build or implement software? And uh, software, if you look at it today, is the lifeblood of any business, not just in the way it operates internally, but as an outwardly facing competitive advantage. And so my belief when we started Base in 2000, early 2017 was that the world has not now gotten us to the point where we can make this all a lot easier. And so we started working on what, would, uh, what is now called the low-code development platform that greatly accelerates the, the rollout of software. And it's really, it really is the culmination of 30 years of being in the technology business, bringing all of that insight together into something that is easy enough that uh, most people can, can use it and build their own software with minimal involvement from technical people. And were you surprised it took 18 months or uh, was that kind of the time frame you were thinking about? Or, or was there another period that you said, look, it's going to take two years, it'll take seven months? No, it's, you know, it's, it's about right. Um, most people would say that's way fast. It is fast, and, that's what I was saying. And the truth is, you know, we still have a lot to do. So this is by no stretch over. And we will continue to innovate very, very heavily and make things easier and easier. Uh, but what we're launching today is what we feel is a core set of capabilities that are already pretty darn strong. Um, but if you can imagine that there are things that we can add to the product, then they're probably in the pipeline already. And we're probably working on those. Um, so we will iterate very, very quickly, especially over the next six months, uh, to make this an absolutely amazing product. And we will also, in the process of that, stay very, very close to the customers that begin using it as early as tomorrow um, to, to make sure that we understand what the needs are and we prioritize those properly. When you take this vision to investor groups, and you've done that at CareCloud and you've done that at other places, I mean, you raised nine figures, Um what was the what was the vision? What was what were the the key points that you shared with them to for them to go look? We, we're going to open our pocketbooks and write some checks because this is this is worth it. Yeah. So almost everybody, especially investors, if you look at investors, you know, it, 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 first of all, to date, what Eight Base has is angel investors, and many of those are you know entrepreneurs and and high net worth individuals. Uh, friends and family. Uh, yeah, to but some degree. I would say, you know, these people are generally friends or sometimes they're people that we just met and were interested. But generally, um, they've all had some sort of experience with uh, either implementing uh, software, building software, or running a business that required software, which is almost ubiquitous, right? But the reality is they know how painful it is. And so as they double click into our, our vision and they understand exactly how we're approaching this problem, they, they immediately say, wow, I mean, this is a enorm an enormous global opportunity. Um, and it's not only the, the product itself, but it's the way that we're launching it to the world that makes it very, very compelling. Because one thing is to have a very powerful product. Uh, and, and there are companies like us that have some products like those that I would say are powerful, maybe they're not the most modern, but it doesn't mean that businesses around the world can either access them or afford them. 
They may have to talk to salespeople. They may have to write $100,000 or million dollar checks to either procure the product or, or run them on an ongoing basis. And that's outside the reach of, you know, especially the 75 million small to mid-sized businesses around the world. So we, you know, purposefully are releasing this product to be self-service so that a business of any scale can come and begin using the product for free. They can try it out and then they can begin uh, paying as they get to compelling use of it. And they do that without having to speak to salespeople or implementation people. And so they only risk their time in that process. And so the idea is that we'll be able to address the needs of smaller businesses because of that. And we'll be able to help them level the playing field with larger, better technology equipped competitors. The free period would be for how long of a period of time? We're working out the kinks of that, but um, we think that it's forever. Uh, we hope it's not, but we there, there's sort of two approaches. There's free trial or freemium, and we're <laughs> freemium, yeah, freemium, like meaning that you lately. start it free and you begin to pay when she gets a premium. So we're we're going to be iterating over this. If you go to the product, uh, let's say tomorrow morning, uh, you won't even see the pricing up just yet. You'll just be able to use it, and so. Um, over the next, call it 30 days, we'll, we'll resolve the final issues we have with pricing and it'll be out there. And, but the idea is that this is a very democratized approach. Very good. We are with Albert Santolo, founder and CEO of 8Base. To go to the website and see all the great things that are going on, actually the debut of the product today of this incredibly disruptive technology, it's 8base.com. That's the number 8base.com. When they go to the uh, to the website, uh, Albert, what are they going to be looking at? Well, they'll see a description of the product, um, and then they'll be able to hit any one of a number of buttons that say start building, and they will go through a very quick registration process, and then they can begin building. And they can, they can build their underlying data model. They can build their uh, security role-based access around that. Um, they can begin building screens and things like that to access, access it. Um, and, uh, and then hopefully they get to a meaningful um, you know, working application in the not too distant future. Um, you are a, a, a great entrepreneur, a great leader, and you know so as, as I know as I've built entities and groups before, you need a great team around you. Uh, how did you go about putting this together? And I've met some of your, your guys, and you, you can tell they, they love what they're doing, their passion, and they have a dream just like you do. They're, they're following yeah. the dream. But talk to us about your team because everything is, is about team. It, it absolutely is. So, you know, I made sure to very, very carefully select the team members some of these are people that have worked with me before, um, but largely it's people that we haven't worked with before, but that we just very, very carefully brought into the, uh, the organization. I would say, number one, they, they have to possess, you know, they have to be mission driven. So obviously there are easier places to work. There's probably <laughs> places that pay better as well, at least, at least in the short term because everyone is an equity holder in the company. So we, we incentivize them to, to play the long ball, yeah, right, yeah, the long play, the long game. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, 
you know, they have to be mission driven. They have to be passionate about what we're doing. They have to have a commitment to excellence because in today's world, you know, things have to really, really just work. I mean, they just can't have defects and flaws and, and things that, uh, you know, users will abandon you very, very quickly when that's, when that happens. And then they, they have to be the type of people that come to work every day with a great attitude, even when it's a bad day. <laughs> and, and there are bad days. Yeah, they have to be curious, lifelong learners because the world is moving so fast that it, it is an absolute requirement, especially in 8Base, that you, they constantly be scanning the environment for what are the things they need to be curious about and learn and introduce to the company. And then, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, they have to have a great work, work ethic because if they don't, they sort of stand out and that's not good. So, so we, you know, we try to find team members that, that fit that bill and we absolutely have. Um, everyone I think has done an outstanding job of doing a lot with a little, so they tend to be scrappy as well. And we, you know, about a little more than half of our team is, is here in, in our Coral Gables office. The other half of our team is in St. Petersburg, Russia. That's so, very yeah. interesting. I so, did not know that. Yeah, so we, we've been, you know, it's hard to find great engineers in any community. People always talk about in South Florida, it's difficult. The truth is, and, and that Silicon Valley, maybe it's easy. Um, it's not easy anywhere. Uh, in Silicon Valley, you're, you're, there may be more of them, but they're in very high demand. They're hard to keep, and they're very hard to pay for. So I, I haven't found a, a place anywhere in the world where it's easy to hire engineers. So we've, we've solved that problem by accessing a global workforce. We've been fortunate that we've been able to set up an office in St. Petersburg, Russia, with, uh, with seven engineers there that have done an absolutely phenomenal job in, uh, in helping us build our software. How do you, how is it working with people halfway around the world? I mean, they're working hours, you're not. Um, obviously, through technology and how it is now, it becomes a lot easier than I, I can't even fathom how 40 years ago people were yeah. doing this thing, where you're just making phone calls and seeing if the guy's doing without even an email. Um, it's a lot easier in that respect, but yet, how how is the follow through? How do, how do you kind of make sure that's going at the pace you want it to go at? It. Yeah, so so I really can't take any of the credit for that. Um, my VP of technology, uh, Andre, is he's Russian. His lead engineer, uh, Evgeny, is is also Russian. They're both here in our offices in Coral Gables, and they spend the better part of the morning um, on their headsets. Got it. Uh, basically, Google Hangouts or skyping with the team over there. The team over there gets in around 11 a.m. their time. And then they tend to leave, you know, nine to eleven p.m. There. How many time. hours difference do you have with them? I think it's seven hours. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I I really have not had to worry too much about this. You know, we designed the product here domestically, and then some of it gets built here, some of it gets built over there. We've been very good about meeting quality standards and about uh, delivering on, you know, delivering uh, on time. When one is in technology, and I'm speaking, stepping a couple steps back because I'm not. I mean, one is in technology and everything you're doing, whether it's radio or television, but certainly not in, not in the manner you're in. Um, when technology is going so fast, 
how is it one can even try to keep up? You're trying to build a business, a company. You're trying to build a sales force. You're trying to move product. And at the same time, you're trying to stay closely, you know, you know, close to what the technology is, you know, taking you. And usually it's a lot faster than you can go at. So how do you do that? Yeah, so when you ask that question, are you talking about how do we do that or how do businesses around the world, how should they do that? Well, I'm asking, <laughs> pick whichever one you want. Yeah, so... Look, you know, I think we're in a we're in a really good spot in the sense that that the, those technologies and those trends that you're talking about are essentially the driver, the catalyst for what we do. So we, by definition, have to be at the forefront of those things. We've tried to architect our technology in a way that, as new things, so so let me backtrack a second. Our technology, in many ways, is is our own. We've built it, but we also have curated best-in-breed componentry from around the world. Mm -hmm. For instance, we didn't have to reinvent Amazon Web Services. Correct. Amazon did a great job of standing <laughs> that up. Yeah. We get to leverage that, right? But, you know, it's worth mentioning because competitors that we have that are 15 years old or older had to build that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And now they're hamstrung by that infrastructure, whereas we get to be very, very nimble. But the truth is the way we've architected this is with the assumption that better things will emerge. And so because of that, we have the ability to de decouple the components that we use, jettison them and replace them with something better. So we have architected for this type of you know, velocity that exists in the world. Now, if you talk about businesses in general, right? It's, very, it's obviously very hard to be an entrepreneur. It's very hard to run your own business at any scale. And... It's never been easy, but now it's gotten worse because if, if the, the person in charge can't see around corners, it's brutal. The, change are, the changes are coming so fast, and oftentimes the changes and the disruptive methods are outside the scope of what uh, a business person really understands outside of their skill set. Certainly technology. Not, not every business person in the world understands technology, right? And so how do you keep up with that? You know, the big dominant software as a service players that are out there are trying to sell you monolithic uh, products that operate in silos. It's estimated, you know, most people have heard of, you know, software as a service or SaaS products like a Salesforce.com, for instance. It's estimated that a, a technology enabled business in any sector is operating somewhere between 16 and 17 different software as a service products. Hmm. And so at great expense. And they'll be operating 30 before you know it as their business expands. We try to approach this differently, saying we're going we're gonna to sell you a flexible architecture where you can easily build a lot of the things you need without having to go to those siloed approaches. And it's a transformational thing inside of a business. And then it allows us to stay current with what the latest and greatest technology is, and it liberates the entrepreneurs from having to do that. So one way to think about 8Base is not that it's, uh, you know, a, don't think of it as the thing that it creates, so the software that it creates in any specific use situation. Think of it as something that you will easily use over and over again as new needs uh, come into your, to your world and make it very, very easy for you to operate as an agile business. 
Well, part of that is you are in a very interesting space, the location of your entity. Um, most companies would be, you know, leasing a big facility and and uh, and doing as per usual. Uh, you're getting 4,000 square foot in some building such as this one that we're in right now in Blue Lagoon. You're at WeWork. Talk about a little disruptive. I mean, yeah. that, that certainly have been disruptive to many things. And why there, I, I can, I, I feel, I know, because there's the energy there. I, I sense it when I walk in the door. But it's different. And at the same time, uh, it, it's, it's exhilarating. So why there? Why did you create it, you know, to yeah, start an, your company there? It's an interesting question because, you know, having started these companies before, there was no WeWork. No, you were at a major at Blue Lagoon in a huge <laughs> yeah, ten thousand yeah. square feet. Yeah, so so I've had to I've had to sign these leases before, and uh, I've been fortunate that I've never had to sign personal guarantees for those leases for one reason or another. But oftentimes entrepreneurs need to, and if they're in a business that's scaling very quickly, they may outstrip their real estate requirements very very quickly. So one of the scariest things an entrepreneur ever has to do is take out an office lease. Well, I never would have imagined this, right? We went to WeWork just because it was simple and we thought of it as temporary. But the truth is the experience has been really, really, you know, better than, than all of that, in, in my opinion. And if you look at it, what they've done is they've, they, they are an enabler of entrepreneurship because you can start at a WeWork on a monthly commitment. You can go in in a, you know, very, very small space, even a shared desk, and then you can scale up to something bigger. Today we have a space that accommodates 16 people. Um, and, you know, we don't have a long-term commitment. So in many ways, we equate that to a business having to go out and do a big software lease or pay a year up front to Salesforce.com. Um, we believe that even that is, you know, a very, very constraining thing for a, for a business, for an entrepreneur, very scary. And that, uh, we provide them a better option with 8Base. And I would imagine there's a lot of interaction with people that could be either clients or relationships or connecting with others as well. There is. There is. There is a social aspect to it, which is fun. <laughs> but that's good. Yeah, we don't, I don't want this to be a commercial for WeWork, but anyway, no, WeWork. No, no. Great but, job, WeWork. No, but I, I, think, I think where I really wanted to go, I think where I really wanted to go is... Uh, the nimbleness that you're showing as yep. an entity, um, because I think it's it, it it talks about you. It talks about how you're putting this together uh, in a in a time in 2018 that is not that is unlike other times. For sure. For in many ways, uh, it helps you on your your bottom line. It helps you with your expense line. Uh, you know, there these are these and and people that are listening to the biz. Also, this is this is for them as counsel. You know, you're giving yeah. them counsel on on items that uh, that uh, that they need to hear too. No, listen, you're bringing up a great point, and uh, what you're talking about is the entrepreneurial playbook, and it's amazing because you know my first company was in 01, the second one was in 09, and the third one was in 2017, and the playbook has evolved every single time. So, in other words, if I tried to dust off the playbook from the last company. <laughs> 
there are some things that hold true, but a lot of things are have to change. You can't run the wishbone anymore. No, you got to no, go three wide. You got to go three <laughs> wide and start throwing the football. Absolutely. Yeah. If you want to win the Super Bowl, yes, yes, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you can't run it sixty-five times. So, so yeah, my hope, my hope is that some of those things, as you're bringing up, are insights that we can bring in the show, for sure. Now, uh, also, you've got a uh, a big event. Uh, that is coming up as well. Um, talk to us about uh, about that. Uh, the Big Eight base event. Uh, I think down in Brickell. Is that correct? It's uh, downtown. Downtown at Miami. The okay. Security Building, and it's this Thursday at six o'clock. So three days from today, Thursday at six o'clock, and that is at WeWork down there. Yeah. It's at, uh, there's a nice building down there downtown. I, I forget the address. I don't know. We'll get the head. address uh, as but, we go uh, to the next, well, after the you break. Know, we'll be celebrating the launch, uh, recognizing a few people and uh, informing people a little bit on our vision and where we're headed. So, you know, it's a nice little event. That will be uh, Thursday, six o'clock. And right after the half hour break, we will. Uh, we will let you know uh, concerning the uh, the we. And I I'd look forward to being there. I want to. Yeah, I want to. I want to run down there and <laughs> and they're going to be talk about networking. There's going to be some uh, some interesting entrepreneurs down there. Let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> if they're not entrepreneurs now, you know, hopefully they'll leave there thinking they might be able to 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 be one. Because a big part of what Eight Base is all about is not just enabling established businesses but it's helping entrepreneurs get into business. Absolutely. So it, Miami is becoming more and more every day like Silicon Valley. we got a long way to go. But we got we, a long we, way to but go. We should, we should continue to try. And a base is on the, uh, on the forefront of that. A lot more coming up with Albert Stanilo, CEO and founder of 8Base, and, of course, 8Base Radio. You can go to 8Base.com, and you will see uh, a variety of different uh, – um, facts concerning this incredible company and how you also can uh, get involved on today, a historic day, uh, where the product is being launched today for 8Base, the inaugural product. So a lot more coming up. 8Base Radio with Albert and Tony back in a moment. Albert and the 8Base team return in moments with more 8Base Radio here on 880 AM, The Biz. Hey everybody, Ed Martinez from Front and Center on 880 The Biz. I love bringing 15 years of experience, passion, and knowledge of the law to you, my listeners. Now I'm doing even more for you. I can bring all that to you personally. If you've got any legal matters, criminal or civil, call me at the Martinez Law Center, 786-567-8757. That's 786-567-8757. Now you can benefit from my personalized attention and results-driven passion and justice. 786-567-8757. The initial consultation is free. If you're looking for a new car without the new car price, head to Durrell Lincoln and check out their inventory of certified pre-owned Lincolns. Here's GM Miguel Otero. Here at Durrell Lincoln, we have a reconditioning center where I have some of the best certified mechanics that go above and beyond to make sure that we're putting out the best quality vehicle to make sure that you drive away with the confidence of a six-year, 100,000-mile comprehensive warranty coverage. Pick out your certified pre-owned Lincoln today at Durrell Lincoln. Discover the Durrell Lincoln difference. 880 to Biz. Time saver traffic. 
This report is sponsored by Compassion International. In Pompano Beach, we have a crash I-95 southbound after Atlantic Boulevard. This accident blocking two left lanes and causing stop-and-go traffic back to Copens Road. In Hollywood, we still have that accident turnpike northbound at Hollywood Boulevard. This crash has the left lane blocked off. And in Davie, we have a crash 595 eastbound at Flamingo Road. I'm Greg Clark, and that's your South Florida Traffic. Here's a question. What is the best place for cigars of the entire Southeast? Answer. Cuban Crafters here in the heart of Little Havana. The largest cigar choices you can imagine. Hundreds of the top labels in the world. Hand-rolled on location from H. Upman to Rocky Patel to the great Miami brand. That's a Cuban Crafters original. Have Al Gutman, George, and the team treat you to the finest cigars and a free Cuban coffee. Cuban Crafters, 3604 Northwest 7th Street. 3604 Northwest 7th Street. You can also call them 305-573-0222 or go to their great website, cubancrafters.com. Cuban Crafters, the Radio Home of Front and Center. Hello, everyone. This is Judge Anna Pando, retired county court judge, political and community activist for practically a lifetime. Tune in to my new show, And Justice for All, every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Power-packed, fun, and informative discussion of issues that affect your everyday life. For all your legal needs, accidents, slip and falls, criminal matters, and any other legal needs you may have, call me. I will fight and help you in the same courts where I imparted justice for all. Remember, call Judge Pando at 833-X-JUDGE, 833-395-833. If your business needs money and needs it fast, up to $250,000, One Capital Funding can help. For any credit score above 500, we have a 90% loan approval rate. And you can have the money within seven days. It's simple and fast. There is never an upfront cost or collateral required. All it takes is a three-minute phone call. Call 786-290-4689 or visit us at OneCapitalFunding.com. That's OneCapitalFunding.com. Or call us 786-290-4689. I know four six eight nine one capital funding rocket fuel for your business. Now back to Albert Santalo and the eight base team here on eight eighty a.m. The Biz. All right, back for the uh, second half hour of eight base radio with Albert Santalo and uh, yours truly Tony Colladiu. Uh, the first half hour went by in like two minutes. <laughs> it absolutely did, but uh, an incredible amount of. Super content, and uh, just we're at the half-hour break. So, Albert, why don't you share again uh, concerning the great news and the historic news uh, for 8Base on this Monday? Yeah, so today uh, we're launching the product. We've been, we've been working on this since March of 2017. Uh, the team's been hard at work. We've been doing our very best to sort of get uh, what we think are very, very differentiated capabilities into the market, something that's never been seen before, and uh, get the product, all the kinks out of the product, and show our best face tonight. At some point, we'll launch it. We'll hit the button. You'll see a whole new website that comes up. Mm. And that website, you know, we feel so strongly about the product that you will be able to actually begin using it directly without any human intervention. So it's a big, big difference from, for instance, in CareCloud or Avicenna, when when we were out selling our product, it was usually you would have salespeople, they would demo the product as prospective customers. Prospective customers would sign a contract, they would write you a check, and then some number of months later, after having been through training and setup and all this, they would begin using whole different ball game hmm. when you tell people, you know what, you can use the product without any human intervention. No, that's incredible. And, you know, obviously if that product has defects, you know, think about the last time you downloaded an app on the app store and it looked a little clunky to you. How long did you use it? 
Well, actually, it was about two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Funny you say and that. And probably the last time you'll ever use it. That is correct. So That is correct. You know, don't we, get a second chance there. You don't. You don't. So we hope we get – we know it's not going to be perfect uh, day one, uh, but we're going to iterate very, very quickly to make it that way. And the features that people will see there today, there's a long list of other features that will come online behind it over the next few months. But we do feel that the product is good enough at this point that uh, people can begin using it around the world and they can do they can build software better faster cheaper than they than they could before eight base and uh, we've done we've tested it quite a bit and we've used it ourselves we've used it some of eight base has actually been written with eight base <laughs> so you know we sort of hit that singularity uh, you know uh, a, a while back where our own product was helping us build more products so you're a proud father today Super proud father, absolutely. Yeah. The baby, it took, instead of nine months, it took 18, but that's good. It took 18 and it's not there yet. You know, it's still got to go through uh, childhood, adolescence, <laughs> adulthood, yeah, it's exactly and so right. forth. So You got to so feed it. Yeah, yeah it's, got a, it's got a long way to go, but this has been a labor of love for everyone involved. It is really the culmination for me of 30 years of, of working inside of, the, you know, software as a developer, as an implementer, as a user of software, and as an entrepreneur who stood up to venture-backed companies uh, and delivered products, software products. Um, this is really you know, the culmination of all that work, thinking about what all those people in all those different settings required. How could we make that experience easier for them? Uh, down to the pixel perfection level, right? It's, it's about trying to deliver something that is uh, an amazing user experience mm. is what we're all about. 8base.com, uh, the baby's born October 22nd, 2018. Next week, 8base uh, radio, of course, uh, Mondays at 5 to 6 p.m. You've got uh, Salo Shredney coming next week. Talk to us a little bit about him. Yeah, so Salo will be a, will be a great guest to kick this off. He's a uh, He's currently uh, a CEO of a, of a technology venture. He's also a venture capitalist. Uh, he was also the, the CEO for many years of TradeStation, which is a very successful I know uh, that one. Yeah. You know, financial technology company. Uh, and he's a very, you know, very fun and uh, well-grounded uh, person that, can, that has a lot of insight on, on many, many aspects of technology, entrepreneurship, and just running a business. Only here on 8Base Radio next Monday, 5 to 6, Salo Shredney. Um, it's going to be a tremendous, tremendous hour with Albert here on 8Base Radio. Now, the mission, let's talk about, Albert, the mission of this show, 8Base Radio. Talk to us a little bit. Yeah, so look, we, we think 8Base, if you think about 8Base, right, if you look at it today, it's easy to just say that you know, Apebase is a is a is a technology company uh, with a software product that helps people build software, and wow, that's that's a pretty cool thing. We think of it as more than that. Um, we think of this as a movement. Mm. It's a it's a paradigm shift in the way that you t enable technology inside of business, and part of that movement has to be creating significant amount of awareness and helping people to understand the why behind things, helping people to, uh, to thrive inside of their businesses at a time when it can be very, very difficult to do that. And so that was really the mission behind doing this. 
um, especially where we are. If, you know, if you're in Silicon Valley and you walk into a coffee shop, you're going to sit there and you're going to overhear 10 different conversations about some amazing technology company, the people in it, the things they're doing, um, the way they're approaching things. And knowledge tends to spread there very, very quickly. But when you're isolated outside of Silicon Valley, especially in South Florida, it's hard. It's hard to, to gain all that, all that insight. So a big part of what this uh, show is all about is to bring a lot of that insight and to help understand entrepreneurs, executives around the world that are confronting digital transformation. What are their war stories? Mm. What are the ways that they're thinking about it? How are they being successful? How have they experienced failure? Let's bring those stories to the forefront. Mm. And then let's talk about how it is that we collectively can address those better. It's also about thinking you know, about entrepreneurship on a large scale. How do you go out and build a tech company? How do you go get venture capital around that? Or how do you just go out and build your own little gig economy business, right? Which is more and more becoming the trend. People aren't necessarily chasing the gold watch inside of corporate America anymore. No. And there no. are platforms. It, it amazes me how often I talk to somebody and they've never heard of Upwork, for instance. You know, Upwork is a platform where projects and jobs and things get listed and people can respond to them and work from home and fulfill them and, and make, a, make a good living. And um, the world has afforded us all sorts of new capabilities to enable this gig economy. And it's a trend that I think we're going to see more and more of. ApeBase is also an enabler of, a, of the gig economy. Uh, by virtue of the way that we put powerful software development tools into the hands of developers around the world. Can we define gig economy for those sure. maybe that don't know it? Yeah, listen. no, that's a, that's a great question. Somebody told me the other day they didn't understand what gig economy was. So gig is not really in reference to gigabytes, how we might often think of it. It really is about gig being sort of like a project. Hmm. It's like a, think of a musician showing up for a gig. That's really what gig that's economy what, well, is yeah, about. That's what yeah. we all thought for many years. Yeah. That's the gig. That's the gig. And so <laughs> more and more you have workers that because of these online platforms have an efficient amount of work hitting them um, through platforms like Upwork or Fiverr or other ones. And this is a worldwide, right? That they can literally work from home and make a decent living uh, and get paid by the gig. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, how about international? Talk to me about that. I know that's that's something in the forefront of your of your vision too. Yeah, well, the, the world has certainly gotten flatter and smaller. Yeah, no, there's no there's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. If if we you know back to Upwork and Fiverr, there are global resources out there for to 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 do your work for you, um, which makes it very competitive because a lot of times folks overseas can do things a lot more cheaply than people in the United States. And so um, globally, there is this you know, need uh, and this ability to fulfill work. Um, certainly, people use designers from overseas. They use software developers from overseas. Uh, they even use assistance, personal assistance from overseas at a very, very low expense. And so when it comes to ApeBase, we're putting these tools not only into the hands of companies that can use the tools to digitally enable, but to gig economy work uh, workers that can build software on behalf of customers as well. 
You are listening. And, and this is international. International. You're listening to Ape Base Radio with Albert Santalo. He is the founder and CEO of this incredible disruptive technology. Ape Base Radio every Monday right here on 880 The Biz, 5 to 6 o'clock. Of course, The Biz covering uh, Monroe, Dade, and Broward County right here on primetime. So if you're in your car, we... We thank you for listening. We thank you for joining us, and and make sure you lock in every Monday at five o'clock for uh, for a program that really I, I think is going to enlighten you, inspire you, and uh, and I believe take you to the next level. Uh, Albert, how will Ape Base Radio uh, impact South Florida? How can it impact South Florida? Well, I mean, more than anything, what I would like to see is that we help to, you know, collectively, not just me, but that we collectively help create more awareness of how do you build this into a tech community. It's my belief that every community around the world needs to evolve as a tech community. Obviously, you know, we see brick and mortar businesses being impacted by more technology enabled businesses every day. And so whether you decide to go out and build a technology company or simply implement the most modern ways of doing businesses, business using technology, we need to evolve as a technology community. Um, I think that, you know, I often hear us people talking about, you know, maybe we need to be like Silicon Valley. And it, it's my opinion that probably no community in the planet can rival what Silicon Valley has. The head start that they have uh, is, is just, you know, impossible to catch up to, in my opinion at least not in my lifetime. So, you know, I think the model around South Florida being, uh, you know, rivaling what New York has become or what Austin has become is totally possible. But it's up to us to uh, educate ourselves, uh, operate at that level and, uh, and share, you know, best practices, help each other in order to get there. How did Austin become that hub i mean it's yeah that's that a was, great that question happened almost like overnight at least it seems it, that way. well interesting because and i and, and i'm hopeful that this same type of thing can happen here if people look back at sort of the legacy of how austin became austin and from a tech perspective really points back to the exit of two companies um, one of them was dell and the other one i forget escapes me right now but they, these two companies not only spawned many, many, many millionaires, but they also created a lot of insight, you know, workers, people, executives that were at these companies that understood the best practices of how do you operate at the highest levels of technology. They went out and they created other companies. Um, and so if you look at the lineage of companies, tech companies in, in the Austin area, you'll see that a lot of them trace back to those companies. And interestingly enough, if you look at the lineage of companies in Silicon Valley, you will see the same thing. That lineage is longer because it dates back to like the 19, I guess as far back as when was when was Hewlett Packard created in the 1930s? I yeah, think. In the 30s, yeah. So it was, you know HP, Fairchild Semiconductor, companies like this. But if you look at it, even Intel, right, is a descendant one or two generations removed from Fairchild Semiconductor. 72, 73, if I'm something, not mistaken. Andy like Grove that. and those guys, you know, yeah, they put together. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it's success breeds more success. And so, you know, you've heard of the Google effect, right? And how many entrepreneurs has Google spawned, right? It's That's what we need here more than anything is, 
you know, a, a mammoth tech, tech exit that generates a whole bunch of, you know, very, very well qualified entrepreneurs that go out and build more of it. It looks like with everything that's migrating in from South America, from Europe, from Russia, I mean, we're getting there. We have the brain, the brain trust. Unfortunately, we lose some of that to companies in other places. I mean, if you look, look, there's some household named tech executives, right, that grew up in South Florida. I know one. Yeah, I mean, Jeff, pretty, pretty, Jeff, Bezos, Jeff Bezos went to high school here. Yeah, right? Palmetto High School. Uh, he, so you have Mark Hurd at Oracle. You have Sheryl Sandberg at Google, the co-founder of Facebook. These are all people that grew up, went to high school here in South Florida, but they didn't stay. Right, so we've got to we've got to work harder at creating an environment here where they can stay. Well, what interesting you talk about the environment and the and the landscape. Why would a guy like Bezos go to Seattle? Well, there was something already going on in Seattle. Am I correct or no? I there, mean, obviously Microsoft there was, was there. Another one, and, and you know, he didn't leave Miami. He left New York. Well, he was in New York. Right? He's working. He was working in the but but the point is, Wall he, he left New York. Hey, he right? left New York. I mean, right. so he left New York to create his company. He thought Seattle was the place to do it, which is interesting. And so um, it is important to live in a place where technology is a core industry uh, if you're building these companies. It's that much harder if you're outside of there, no matter how flat the world has gotten. Absolutely. We're going to be back in just a moment with Albert Santolo, founder, CEO of 8Base, and of course, the leader here of 8Base Radio. A lot more coming up in a moment. Albert and the 8Base team return in moments with more 8Base Radio here on 880 AM, The Biz. If you're looking for a new car without the new car price, head to Durrell Lincoln and check out their inventory of certified pre-owned Lincolns. Here's GM Miguel Otero. Here at Durrell Lincoln, we have a reconditioning center where I have some of the best certified mechanics that go above and beyond to make sure that we're putting out the best quality vehicle. And with that, the manufacturer will also extend the warranty to a four-year 50000 on all our certified vehicles that are 2013 on up. Pick out your certified pre-owned Lincoln today at Durrell Lincoln. Discover the Doral Lincoln difference. If your business needs money and needs it fast, up to $250,000, One Capital Funding can help. For any credit score above 500, we have a 90% loan approval rate. And you can have the money within seven days. It's simple and fast. There is never an upfront cost or collateral required. All it takes is a three-minute phone call. Call 786-290-4689 or visit us at OneCapitalFunding.com. That's OneCapitalFunding.com. Or call us 786-290-4689. One Capital Funding. Rocket fuel for your business. Hey, everybody. Ed Martinez from Front and Center on 880 The Biz. I love bringing 15 years of experience, passion, and knowledge of the law to you, my listeners. Now I'm doing even more for you. I can bring all that to you personally. If you've got any legal matters, criminal or civil, call me at the Martinez Law Center, 786-567-8757. That's 786-567-8757. Now you can benefit from my personalized attention and results-driven passion and justice. 786-567-8757. The initial consultation is 
is free. Here's a question. What is the best place for cigars of the entire Southeast? Answer. Cuban Crafters here in the heart of Little Havana. The largest cigar choices you can imagine. Hundreds of the top labels in the world. Hand-rolled on location from H. Upman to Rocky Patel to the great Miami branch. That's a Cuban Crafters original. Have Al Gutman, George, and the team treat you to the finest cigars and a free Cuban coffee. Cuban Crafters, 3604 Northwest 7th Street. 3604 Northwest 7th Street. You can also call them 305-573-0222 or go to their great website, CubanCrafters.com. Cuban Crafters, the Radio home of front and center. Hello, everyone. This is Judge Anna Pando, retired county court judge, political and community activist for practically a lifetime. Tune in to my new show, And Justice for All, every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Power-packed, fun, and informative discussion of issues that affect your everyday life. For all your legal needs, accidents, slip and falls, criminal matters, and any other legal needs you may have, call me. I will fight and help you in the same courts where I imparted justice for all. Remember, call Judge Pando at 833-X-JUDGE, 833-395-833. Now back to Albert Santalo and the 8-Base team here on 880 AM, The Biz. See, I gave that a Hispanic Albert Santalo. It's Albert Santalo. That's what I, either way, it sounds good. It sounds like you're going to do a movie with Meg Ryan soon or something. It just, it sounds (laughs) impactful. He is the founder and CEO of 8-Base. That's 8, the number 8, Base. This is a base radio and, of course, the website, which is going live to a new level uh, later today, later tonight, uh, 8base.com. And we're with you every Monday. If you just joined us every Monday from 5 to 6 p.m. in drive time, in prime time, uh, you know, really talking about this incredibly disruptive company, uh, technology company, and uh and uh, and product and and it's it's there's some big things happening. Um, you you on the break we were talking about something else that you can also help other companies create their products. Is that correct? Yeah. So so what's getting launched today empowers what we call front end developers. So the people that primarily will use it are developers that work on user interfaces. So 8Base provides everything south of the user interface and an easy way to access all of that. And so a front-end developer, rather than being dependent upon a small army of people with other skills, will now be able to do the entire project by themselves. This is as if I was telling you, um, normally the way you work, you have dependencies on a whole bunch of other people. Those people don't always deliver for you. That they is make, correct. They make you late. <laughs> uh, That's right. Interacting with them is not always fun. Uh, it drives up the expense and drives down the margins of projects, and it slows things down for customers, and customers aren't always happy about that. And then all of a sudden, I'm arming you. I'm making you into Iron Man, hmm. and you're going to be able to deliver these projects on your own without any of those people or with limited involvement from them. Well, that's a so, revel- that's a revelation, and it doesn't mean that we're putting those people out of business because we love those people, but we're deploying them to higher functions. So we're allowing them to work on on work that is worthy of what they do versus having to be involved in day to day projects, um, doing the routine stuff. And so we're creating a whole new business model for what we call front end developers, and we estimate there's about six million of those in the world, and. Um, the other thing is that, you know, again, people go out to the website, they can begin using the product uh, as front-end developers, and they can begin delivering work. But 8Base also has a team of people that can help companies that don't have their own front-end developers. 
so we can go in and we can actually be the designers and front-end developers and help businesses digitally transform uh, as a project. And then that business remains using the APACE technology on an ongoing basis. How can they get a hold of you here in Miami? Uh, what phone number would they be able to call? Well, I mean, I'm easy to contact at just albert at apace.com. Okay. Um, there's contact information on the website that they can also get to us through there. Albert at apebase.com. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay. the best way, I mean, it's it's literally as easy as starting an online chat on our website if you if you want to any time of the day. Very good. Uh, coming up next Monday here on Apebase Radio, venture capitalist Salo Shredney will be joining Albert on uh, what what is going to be an impacting hour. Yeah. And and Tony, you mentioned that Salo's a, a, a VC, so. We are going to be bringing venture capitalists here as well mm. to bring the the other perspective to talk about the things that they look for in companies and how they, you know, the type of things they want to see in entrepreneurs and many, many other topics, you know, cool exits that they've had and all, all sorts of stuff. And we'll bring other types of, you know, professionals that are involved in the ecosystem, uh, including technology visionaries, experts in different topics. And we'll double click on some of those technologies, especially the ones that confuse people. Like which one? Like artificial intelligence, blockchain, things which, like that, which, which most people hear about. Sort of they spell, but but and, and, and exactly. it's no fault of their own. By the way, these things are very confusing. I think one of the things you'll find is as new technologies emerge, they get harder and harder. Um, you know, if you think about the internet, the internet was hard for people to wrap their heads around, but it was sort of obvious. It became obvious pretty quickly, yeah. in my opinion, and then very simple. And it was only limited by the, the or mostly limited by the connection speed. But it was about sharing information. But if you look at something like blockchain, people really don't understand what it's all about. And I don't blame them. It's a very complicated topic. People say it's a new internet. And, uh, and to me, it's like, well, I mean, it's, a, it, it's sort of like the internet because it's about transfer of value versus transfer of information. But it is very, very confusing. So we're going to try to bring some some uh, you know some good explanation and that most people can understand some of these technologies and talk about how they can be applied. So venture capitalists, entrepreneurs, advisors, technology visionaries, a lot of a, a lot of great folks that are going to be able to to really talk to our our audience, which is very interested in items such as this, to take them to another level too. Let's hope. No, no question about it. We got about a minute left. Uh, your your final thoughts on this your inaugural show, Albert, and and what's coming up and what's happening tonight in this historic uh, uh, on this historic Monday. <laughs> well, tonight involves getting in my car and going back to the office, <laughs> and uh, continuing to work with the team as we ready everything to to launch the new website and the product. And uh, again, we invite everyone, we'll, we'll announce it once that happens, and then we invite everyone to come out, register, kick the tires, tell us what they think, good, better, and different. Um, and to that end, I, I want to thank the team at 8Base that has worked so hard to make this possible and is, is, is confronting a lot of hard work that's about to hit them, yeah. uh, like a tidal wave, in terms of things that we have to do, we have to improve, we have to do better. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't thank uh, the people that, that helped get us here, our families, uh, supporting us through uh, pay that's not that great and very long hours, and then our investors, which have been visionary in their backing of us, uh, patient, and have been incredibly supportive in so many ways. We really want to thank them.
Well, thank you for a great show. Great inaugural thank show, you, Tony. Albert. Albert Santalo, founder and CEO of 8Base and 8Base Radio. And I can tell you something big is happening and beginning in South Florida. This is Tony Collati. We will see you next Monday on 8Base Radio. Good night.